1: Action Park Media.
2: From Vanderpump Rules to Vegas and everywhere in between, it's time to party with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea.
1: All right, we are back getting into shenanigans in San Diego. Happy New Year, everyone. We had Tom and Ariana here for the first episode of 2021, which was also their anniversary. I think it was like seven years. But one person missing from that podcast was my amazing co host, Miss Jamie Lynn. Welcome back. It's good to be back. Hi, guys. Good to have you back. And our guest of the episode titled Courtney Got COVID is my little sister, Courtney. (laughs) Hi, guys. I'm no longer contagious. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not. We would not be within six feet of each other, and that's why we didn't spend Thanksgiving together if you saw... My vlog, you might have noticed, Justice popped into our Thanksgiving, and um, we all avoided my sister while she quarantined at my house in Palm Springs. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> you had salmon on Thanksgiving. But I didn't taste it. <laughs> th- okay, well, so I least you think- went
2: for healthy then. Yeah, so I think we should just start from the beginning. Yes. How did you get it? Do you okay. even know? I don't know exactly. I could take a educated guess. But, yeah, mid-November, I traveled for work um, with, went, with my boss to Miami, Florida. Um, we're there for a few days. Um, got home and obviously did the right thing that anyone's supposed to do. The second you get home, you test and quarantine. Um, to my surprise, though, I mean not to my surprise, morning of, so the morning I got back, I started, like, feeling off, but I was like, it's my anxiety, like, I'm just worried that I have COVID, like, I'm probably fine, still gonna be safe just in case, I got tested, and they're like, go back to your car, we'll give you your results in 20 minutes, Um, the second I got swabbed, I just broke down crying, it was like, that swab told me, like, before my results came back that I had it, I just knew, I was just sitting in my car and crying, because I was just like, Honestly, I was like, this is just so inconvenient. Were you crying because of the inconvenience or were you
0: legit scared that, you know, you could have a terrible reaction to it like some people do?
2: Yeah, I was scared for numerous reasons. I was scared that I did see my mom the night before. Luckily, we wore a mask the entire time. I was just, and then I was like, shoot, I traveled home. Like, are there going to be any repercussions from this? Like, I was just scared in general. Yeah, and, and then I was scared of the symptoms to come as well. Like, I felt not great at that current moment. I think I had a low-grade fever. But then at the same time, I wasn't sure what symptoms were my anxiety and, like, worrying about how I felt versus what symptoms were, like, actual physical symptoms that I was experiencing. So from that positive test, um, I drove over to my boyfriend's house. We stayed, like, 30-plus feet apart in masks. He was amazing. He went grocery shopping for me, got me everything I needed for the next two weeks. Um, As I'm, like, crying, still sitting in my car, just, like, can't... It's hard to... It's hard to believe that it's real when it's happening to you, you know, like I, you don't really know how it feels or just even know how to feel once you do receive that positive test. Like it was a shock. Even, um, when I was at the urgent care and the second they gave me my result and I started crying immediately, my nurse was like, okay, let's look at the bright side. One, you don't feel that sick right now. Like that's a good thing. And he was like, and two, honestly, from what we've seen, we haven't seen anyone get it twice. So like if you can it's a good thing that you know, it's a good thing you haven't got anyone else sick. And if you're able to like to go in quarantine away from anyone else and know that you haven't got anyone else sick, like that's best case scenario. And I was like, thank you. And like nurse dude, like he really made me feel better in that moment. <laughs> I mean, he probably yeah. sees so many positive tests per day. Right? It didn't him? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the holiday is coming up. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah,
2: my awesome boyfriend got me some Thanksgiving dinner. He got me some stuffing. He got me some nice, um, Little vitamin powder drinks to like keep me healthy, and yeah, immediately drove out. He
0: he let you in his house. I mean, you know, you stay thirty feet apart. He let you in the front yard. yard.
2: Yeah, Um, yeah. So I immediately drove out to Palm Springs, and luckily, I know a lot of people didn't have it this way. I'm glad I had a yard. I was able to get some fresh air every day. I had the beautiful view, and I had the freedom to like be able to walk through the kitchen, like to shower without worrying that I was going to like expose anyone else. Yeah. And I had my dog with me and had just adopted her before all of this happened. <laughs> that must have been a lifesaver. Oh, totally. For, yeah. I think I don't know how I would have done it if it wasn't for having my dog with me. Like just having like touch, honestly. Yeah. That I think that was the biggest thing. It was like we like cuddled and like and that was it, you know? Like it was just the physical touch made me feel so much better. Sure. And I slept the whole time. That was one of the biggest things was you're so tired. You're so fatigued. Like you're laying in bed and you think you feel okay. And you get up to do anything. You get up to make the bed and you're just suddenly winded and exhausted. And even though you got up 30 minutes ago, you're ready for your three hour nap. Like,
1: so it's so crazy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're doing better. And you know, you didn't get anyone else sick, which is most importantly, and you know that we were fortunate enough that I had a place you were able to go and quarantine by yourself. I I just even felt so bad that I like, I didn't want to ask you
2: if I could stay there, but it made the most sense. I mean, my other option was Justice's RV in his front yard that doesn't have (laughs) a water hookup. So like, don't know how that was going to work.
1: It wasn't even a question. The second mom called and I go, just tell her to go to Palm Springs. I was like, I know her. She's probably freaking out. She's like, when she's afraid to ask you. And then it was like, and then my mom was like low key or actually high key freaking out because she's like, I mean, yeah, but she picked her up at the airport. She's like, we both like, we double masked, like we kept our distance in the house and like, you know, we weren't that close within each other, but then she's freaking out. So then I'm like trying to calm my mom down, but then court... Was afraid to tell me. And so then my mom, like, we do a three way call. And I was just like, just go to Palm Springs. It's totally fine. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just Thanksgiving. Even if it was my birthday or Christmas, it's just a day. We can celebrate that another day. And we ended up on Christmas Eve having all six of us together in Palm Springs. We made Thanksgiving dinner. And it wasn't like we missed anything at all. You know, Brock and I got to experience cooking our own turkey and doing our own Thanksgiving dinner had our neighbors over just to stop by helped us vlog some stuff that and was
0: traumatizing for me by the way I, to watch that see, video okay.
1: there was there was a voice note that was missed that <laughs> I had sent that I was trying to be funny but it was literally just for you that I wanted in that vlog where I was like I sent a voice note but I think it was from Brock's phone and Jess was looking at the notes from my phone mm-hmm. and I was like okay I go right before we do like the turkey and he's like pulling all the stuff I go, I wanted to be like, "Eh, eh." warning sign, not for vegans. (laughs) Well, here's, let me paint the
0: picture of me watching this video. So as you know, Ivy is subscribed to your YouTube channel. She's your biggest fan. She loves you. Every time you have a new video, she'll run and tell me, mommy, Sheena has a new video up. (laughs) So she watches. And so at this particular moment, I was doing my at-home infrared sauna, which is this crazy contraption I bought on Amazon during um, quarantine because I couldn't go to my regular infrared sauna spa. Basically, it looks like a sleeping bag, but it's an, you get in and you sweat like crazy for an hour, and it oh. supposedly burns 1,200 calories. Oh, wow. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'm going to do this since I'm not moving at all in yeah. quarantine. So anyway, um, she comes in and she puts the video on and then decides to go leave and I'm stuck in this (laughs) sauna sleeping bag thing zipped in and I'm just I wouldn't say stuck watching your video because I didn't know what was about to come on but I didn't have a remote anywhere near me and normally when this came on I might have fast-forwarded. Like I fast-forward through your Instagram story yes. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so there I was just naked in this bag sweating my ass off <laughs> having to watch a bloody turkey in your sink oh, for some reason. disgusting.
1: <laughs> I couldn't even like seeing that in person I was sick to my stomach. I was just like What are you doing? That is definitely not how you do it. I've never seen blood come out of it. And then he's like, "Let's just put that that in there." I was like, "Oh my god, oh my god!" It was so gross. I was like, "I can't eat this." Like, well, don't turkeys have like feelings and emotions? Of course, of course. Well, after I saw that,
2: I think probably on Jamie's story, right around Thanksgiving, I don't think I want to eat turkey anymore. They like music. They're really (sighs) sweet,
0: kind animals. Brett will tell you otherwise. Brett had some sort of experience with a family member or somebody who had a turkey farm, and like they would always like chase him and he was scared of these turkeys
2: he just sounds like he's a vendetta against
1: turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like i'm not pinch. giving up my turkey
0: sandwich <laughs> <Yeah>. okay
2: <laughs> there's there's sweet kinds. on thanksgiving creatures. since i did have covid i got cheesecake factory delivered the day before um because they were going to be closed on thanksgiving uh-huh. day so it was perfect i had um like mashed potatoes asparagus and salmon for my dinner because it felt you know a little bit more yeah rather than like the mac and cheese i probably would have made myself but yeah i couldn't taste it
1: What would you say was, like, the worst symptom or experience, like, during it?
2: I'd say, um, I mean, fevers always suck. Fevers always make you feel really, really bad. Yeah. But I think... The thing that sucked the most was how um, tired you are and the lack of energy Mm -hmm. because you'd feel fine sitting there and you're like, I have all this time, like I have to be here for the next two weeks, like I should be productive. You're starting to think about all the things that you wish you would have done, like in quarantine round one. And then the second you get up to do anything, you just don't have the energy and it like just kind of messes with your mind. Because I was just thinking about all the things I could possibly be doing, but then couldn't because I couldn't leave and also just didn't feel up to. So probably the fatigue, even though it doesn't sound that dramatic. Have you gotten any, like, backlash or hate or people who are like, that's what you get for traveling and, like, just trying to, like, be know-it-alls about it? Yeah, I think, especially when you work in, like, the entertainment industry, like, people don't see that as essential, but it's right. like, that's still my job and that's still, like, how I pay my bills. Yeah. So I think for people who don't know, like, the situation and don't know exactly, like, how your job is I'm like I didn't go to Miami to party I went for work so yeah I have gotten some backlash and that's why I honestly didn't want to tell Uh, I only told the people who needed to know at the time like my close family and friends and then obviously anyone else that I may have exposed which luckily for me wasn't anyone but yeah I think just you feel really embarrassed when you have it I think people are quick to judge whereas if you're like oh I had it a few months ago people like That's almost, like, comforting. People are like, oh, you already had it. You already... Oh, you're safe to be around. You already, like, got it out (laughs) of the way. But when you currently have it, it's like you have the plague. And, like, people look at you differently. Oh, for sure. Like, treat you differently, which is why I just didn't want anyone to know. Like, it saved me from that. Like, I already felt embarrassed. So it saved me from any, like, other uncomfortable situations um, or conversations that needed to be had.
1: I mean, I was even, like because I know how she is and I didn't want her to like feel bad for staying at my house or anything. She's like, I promise it won't like infect your whole house. But then it was like, for me, you know, especially being pregnant and knowing I was going to my house shortly after, I was like, okay, but like it can't live on surfaces, right? <laughs> like just Clorox wipe everything. And I was like worried. And then I waited like a week and a half to go, but I'm like, I'm fine. Right? Like, it's okay to go to my house just because she was in the house that I just like, I didn't know. And so then she is so smart and just got so educated on every single thing COVID. I know That it made better me feel so much better. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know this. I didn't okay, know well, that. I don't
2: know. So, how long can it live on surfaces? What did you learn? I think it depends on the surface. But what I did know is that from what they've seen for mild cases, um, of people that have COVID, you are only contagious right before symptoms and up to 10 days after symptoms. And in recent studies, they've even seen people not being contagious after day six. So I was trying to convince Sheena, I'm like, if I'm not contagious anymore, I guarantee any of like... The light switch I touched, like you can possibly get it from that. Like it, since it doesn't have like a host as a virus, like it can't live on surfaces longer than I can be contagious for. So
0: were you still testing positive even though you were not contagious anymore? I just
2: got tested this past weekend. So that was what, January 4th or something. And I was finally negative. That was How my long first. That take? So like a month and a half? A month maybe? and a half, yeah. So my first positive test was November 19th. And I think that's where a lot of his gray area is with people who have COVID. Cause I think right now the world is split up into people who haven't had COVID yet and are obviously negative and people who currently have COVID and are positive. And for me, after I was done with my 10 days of being contagious and I even quarantined for 14 of them, after that, my doctor and all of my testing sites said, you've already done like your quarantine period. You don't need to get tested again. Like you're at risk of like getting a false positive, even though like you're not contagious anymore. And so obviously doctors can tell you you don't need to get tested again, but for, like, certain jobs I have to do, certain appointments that I have, they, like, need you to prove a negative test. Or even, like, traveling. One of the girls that had it at the same time as me was trying to fly home to Pennsylvania to see her family later for Christmas. And you can't fly into Pennsylvania with a positive test. And there's obviously ways around it. You can fly into, like, a state. But you run into problems like that where it's like, but, hey, I had it two months ago, and I'm still testing positive, There's just like this awkward gray area now where it's like, okay, I'm not contagious, but I'm still not able to do all of these things. So that was really tricky for me. Um, And
0: another interesting thing about that is if you kept testing and you kept getting those positives... Is that added to the tally of like new cases in the state? And is the number skewed then
2: of total cases? I can't say one way or another. I'm not sure, but I'm kind
1: of assuming I so. I wondered that too.
2: Because mm-hmm. I've got multiple calls. So after my first test, I got a call a week later trying to contact Trace. I gave them as much information as I possibly could. But then when I had another test a week later, I got another call. And I'm like, hey, like I already talked to you guys. I already gave you all of the, as much information as I could. Um, but it was crazy. They also emailed me over a docu sign that was agreeing to self-quarantine for 10 days and they sent that to me nine days after my positive test and I'm like I'm not gonna sign that at this point because you guys are nine days too late like think of all the people if I didn't know like that I could have exposed in that amount of time yeah so I definitely think they need to be a little bit quicker and like their contact tracing but yeah it's crazy I feel like a lot of people don't know that you can test positive for up to three months and I think it would benefit everyone if like somehow there was able to like keep track of your illness on file.
1: Like attach it to your driver's license or something. So when you scan it, it's like, if it says you're positive, it's like, you're already out of the contagious zone. Yeah. Cause I know like multiple festivals have talked about this too. Like
2: I heard, I don't know if this was a rumor, but I heard Coachella was going to work in the price of rapid testing into the price of the ticket. So like you get a rapid test with your ticket and they're going to test you before they go into the festival. But I'm like, wait, that's Tricky because you're going to have it go wrong in both ways. You're going to have people who already had it two and a half months ago who aren't contagious anymore, not be able to go in because they're still testing positive, positive. and they're
1: probably some of the safest people to be around. And
2: then you have the people who are testing negative because it's a false negative because they, you know, at the they're at the mm-hmm. onset of symptoms who test negative, and they're the ones that go and expose people. So there, it's just. Every, it's just such a gray area.
0: There's so much gray area with the yeah. whole thing. Like, I'm so torn. I mean, even just hearing you talk about Coachella, you know, part of me is like, well, nobody needs to be going to that. Mm-hmm. But then another part of me is like, well, when does this stop? Like, wh- we can't just live like this forever, can we? And I, you know, I hear of like, it's just so torn, you know, mm-hmm. because how much damage is it doing of people just being so isolated all the time and the suicide rates and everything, you know, domestic violence is up and all of that. Totally. Oh, I I almost feel like a broken record saying this, you know, it's not a new conversation. You know, I feel like America is having this conversation, but I'm just so torn on it. And again, with like, Sheena, with what you said with like being attached to certain identifications or whatever, I feel like there's so much more that could be happening with research on Mm -hmm. COVID. It's like, I want to know what are people eating who've, who've contracted it? are they eating a vegan diet? Or are they eating a meat diet? You know, mm-hmm. and like, what is their level of physical fitness and what is their blood type? And just, there's so many other things that I, I question, like, are they like doing all of this research to like see who's more susceptible to
2: catching it? You and know? I would say no because I wasn't asked any of those questions. So if they're not asking people who end up testing positive those questions, they'll never have that data. True. And I actually want to change my answer on what the hardest part was about uh-huh. COVID. It was definitely, the mental aspect a thousand percent it was the isolation and just like just feeling guilty like feeling like you're the worst person in the world because you have covid and like i think that was just definitely the hardest part i wanted to change that
0: yeah i feel like we should stop being so hard on everybody like you see a picture of someone out like us in mammoth and like i've seen comments people like you shouldn't be doing anything right now but it's like I get it. And yes, okay, if that's how you feel, cool, like, do that for you. But let's stop being, I don't know, and I don't know if I'm overstating this and I'm going to get backlash for this, but it's, like, if can we just give everybody the benefit of the doubt that they're being responsible? I don't, I don't know.
2: And one in five people, and I think, I don't know if it was Los Angeles City or county right now, have COVID. Yeah. Like, we need to stop judging everyone and making them feel a certain way for People are getting
1: it. sick. Yeah. People get sick. And... That was the thing with like On the Mammoth vlog that we just put up, I mean, the majority of stuff on YouTube, which is why I love YouTube so much, is all very positive. But there's always the one or two people. And, like, one person was like, you shouldn't be traveling anywhere right now, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, people are, like, coming at her. They're like, as you saw, like, she was with her same small group that she's with almost every week. It's the same people. They were in a house together. Like, everyone got tested. We took every precaution. And she was like, yeah, but you know, you're, I'm like, first, who am I exposing? I am negative. So why do you care that I'm going to get gas? She goes, you're putting yourself around poor people who have to work at a gas station and people at the grocery store. I'm like... I get gas and groceries regardless of going to Mammoth, going to LA, going to Palm Springs. I live in three cities. I am constantly in between cities getting gas and getting groceries. I also test regularly and I'm negative. Who am I exposing? What is your problem? And like... I guess. And then she said that her friend's mom sadly just passed away from COVID. And so she's really sensitive to it. And I'm like, and I'm so sorry for that. There's so many people, yes, who are dying. There are people who die of something every single day. But if I'm doing my part and I'm being responsible and I'm getting tested and I'm negative and the seven people who I'm with regularly are also negative... Who am I exposing that's pissing you off? It just didn't make sense. She literally said, the people at the gas station. I go, I don't interact with people at the gas station. I swipe (laughs) my credit card. I wear a glove. I like it's like I don't talk to anyone at the gas station.
0: Yeah, and I get that people are so divided on this because, like, yeah. but the truth is, none of us really have the answers. We don't yeah. know. Like, I got in a fight on Christmas night with my brother over this and about us going to Mammoth. Like my own family, it was a mm-hmm. frigging knockdown fight. It <laughs> pretty much ruined Christmas night over it, you know, and because he was upset with me going to Mammoth, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Look, we are all getting tested before we go." And it's, I'm only around Sheena. Like, I, I come and I do this podcast, and it's like, I'm not around it. I didn't even need, I knew I didn't even need to get the test because End I'm not thing. around anyone else. Yeah. But I got it for peace of mind for everybody else. And because everybody was doing it, I'm like, I'll do it too. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, that's just how divided, you know, people are on how they feel about it and – We don't really have the answers. I don't think. Yeah,
2: I was just going to say, speaking for those people who do say certain things, like I've studied that as well, and I think people get upset when they're like, "Hey, I'm only around the same four people, so like I'm fine." And then you have to also consider if those four people are also around four people, and then those four people are also around. If everyone has such a small circle, like it can still spread like crazy. So at the end of the day, like that still doesn't matter. And then at the same time, too, yes, you can have a negative test, but you can get the virus a second after you got tested. You can. Can walk out of that that yeah. testing site, touch a doorknob, accidentally rub your face, and contract the virus. So it's like there's honestly there's no winning situation. Like yeah. testing's never gonna be sure. Like unless you never leave your house and you Clorox every. Even if Product. you order
0: your groceries yeah. in, I know people who did not leave their house and they got they it still from it. ordering their groceries. No, and like, we still yeah. have to eat. We
2: still have to get our food
0: somehow. So
2: that's why it's scary. It's like it, it isn't going away anytime soon because even if we're all as safe as can be, like I don't know how New Zealand did it. But, like, <laughs> I mean, they also, if you see how many people live in New Zealand, it is half the amount of people that live in... L.A. County. Yeah. So it's like, if you think about how small of a number of people that is and that's spread out, I mean, it's not the biggest island, but you know what I mean. Well, I do have to say New
0: Zealand is very healthy. Um, A lot of them are vegan. And another thing that's not being talked about is that how unhealthy and how obese we are in this country. And I have to think that that's contributing to the number of cases that we have, Mm -hmm. you know, that I think is an underlying condition is being obese, you Mm -hmm. know, because then what comes with that is the diabetes or the heart disease or whatever, you know, whatever else is attached to that. So it's like, That's a whole other thing that, like, it frustrates me about this because it's like, that's not even
1: being talked about. I also do want to mention that the people, when you said, you know, the four people were around, if there's four people there around, like, Tom and Ariana don't really leave their house. Same with James and Raquel, Jesse, and I see you. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I do know with my small circle, when they leave their house, they're pretty much just around me. And I don't go around any of my friends unless they have been recently tested and not around other people. So anyone who thinks I'm being irresponsible being pregnant, like I haven't seen some of my closest friends in San Diego since I moved here in August. We're now in January because I see what they do on social media and I'm like, I'm sorry, like I'm not going to put myself around you. That's why I am only around like the same few people because They're pretty much just at home or they're here.
2: Yeah, no, and that's awesome. And if you're sure that, like, your friend group is being that safe, then, like, I don't see any problem with it. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, Ariana has asthma, so she is high risk. So she's very careful, and she's not around people. Like, you can watch our stories, and you see her at home with her animals. (laughs) Uh And uh, same with James and Raquel. They're always doing videos from home, or they're here in San Diego, or they're with me in Palm Springs. So it's like, you know, my friend group does stay very close-knit, especially right now. And, but,
0: and again, like, there's always the chance. I yeah. mean, we of could, course. You, know, I, and you it's, could get it at the grocery yeah. store. So it's just it that balance to going to of, you know, being as responsible as we can be, yeah. for, you know, outweighing, like, some sort of social interaction, which is good for our mental health. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, I don't think... The people who are like, you should just stay home and not do anything. I don't think they're thinking about the whole mental health aspect of No, not of at it. all. But I do appreciate also where they're coming from because they just want this to go away and they think that that's the way to achieve it. Yeah. So,
2: Yeah, I think everyone has a different opinion on yeah. how we're going to get this to go away. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I mean, they say that you're immune, like not immune, but like they say that you can't get it in the first 90 days, so I'm halfway there. So <laughs> my time's approaching that I'm going to get real scared again. <laughs>
1: Well, that was Thanksgiving COVID, then we had Christmas and we celebrated Thanksgiving, and then as we just talked about, we were in Mammoth for New Year's. And um, do we want to talk about? Do we want to talk about Mammoth, Jamie? Oh my gosh, you Mammoth tell me I wasn't that, there. I'd that was quite a it. trip, <laughs> pun
0: intended. Pun
1: very intended. So Jamie decided to go on a little mushroom trip while in Mammoth. It started and.
0: out with looking at the beautiful snow, and I said to Brock, I was like, I want to do mushrooms and get a walk in the snow tonight. Brock <laughs> look was like, stars. I'll go with you, and Jess is like, I'll
1: do them with you, like, sure. Well, we so, love supportive friends. Yeah. So I'm like, Brock, no, don't encourage her to go for a walk in five degree weather. Thank God I did not. That's not happening. First of all, there's bears and shit out there. Like, no. But if Jamie wants to go on a mushroom trip, sure. I mean, I've been on an amazing mushroom trip and I would encourage other people to have that same experience (laughs) because it was amazing. It was my birthday. I felt like I was in a 60s music video. Everything was like psychedelic, the lights. It was just like the coolest experience. I also nice for you. had another time <laughs> when uh, we thought it was a good idea to eat a couple right before dinner. So right as our entrees got on the table, they kicked in. I had a peppercorn filet mignon and all of a sudden the peppercorn Looks like it was away. crawling all over the place. I swear, I was like, "This is my favorite meal sitting in front of my face," and I'm looking at it, and I was like, "Where were you, <laughs> <laughs> So we're at this really nice steakhouse. Me, Brock, and our friend Clint, who's dead sober, just Brock and I on this trip, and we're like, "Do you see that? Do you see?" And Clint's looking at us like, "Nah, bro, I don't <laughs> see anything." And I'm looking at my steak, and I was like. There's ants on my all- plate. There's ants. <laughs> but, um. Jamie's like gagging. <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I mean, um, I saw
0: insects too, but not in that way. It was, I know. It was more like, okay. <laughs> oh. First of all, do not professional advice here people do not drink before doing a mushrooms yeah. I, I learned that the hard way I didn't drink a lot I had three drinks over the course of the entire night for New Year's Eve so but they were strong drinks they were they were strong I mean there was a vodka something they were and fancy there was, AF cocktails yes actually no I think Ariana did same, no, same Ar- thing, Ari- same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh and side note he did make me a shot which I took a sip of, and it was absolutely delicious. It was like mezcal, and it was spicy. And I said to him, I was like, Tom, you should do something where, like, you meet people and you make whatever drink you think fits their personality. Because if anybody made a drink for me, this would have been it. You nailed it. I like that. Yeah. But you didn't even finish it. Um, Well, I didn't finish it because... At this point in the night, the I then, uh, I had I sat down. There was this, like, lone rocking chair near this, like, wood stove. And I sit in the rocking chair. And, like, I see out of the corner of my eye, I see, like, Brock and James just, like, cracking up at me. <laughs> and I'm staring at this wall that has all these, like, crazy lights because Jesse brought, like, his... Like strobe light yeah. type of thing. And James is, like, playing his... He brought his whole DJ rig, so he was playing... All the music that I hate, and I'm just <laughs> <laughs> sitting there on this rocking chair by myself looking at this wall.
1: She's like in the fetal position, and the wall she's looking at was almost like a popcorn ceiling wall. Mm-hmm. So it was like slightly textured. Was that a
2: good thing or a bad thing?
1: Bad for (laughs) traumatizing.
2: Because all of a sudden
0: I start seeing all of these insects climbing all around this wall in these like geometric patterns. It didn't look like actual bugs, so it wasn't scary in that way. Like Sheena said she saw like ants on her steak. It wasn't like that, but it was like it looked like insects, but I knew it was just patterns. Mm -hmm. And it was going all up the wall, and I'm just staring at it, and Brock is like you need to, you need to stop. (laughs) Yeah. You got to move. Like
1: get, he's like, Sheena, you got to help your girl. And I'm like, I just, I, I'm so sober. Mm -hmm. The the soberest I've ever been in my life. I'm trying to like, remember how I felt many months ago when I, and I was like, I was just such a good experience, and so I'm like, okay, think about if it went bad, if it went south, like, what would, what would, would I have wanted? And so like I sit with her, and I'm like, like petting her for a second, and I'm like, are you okay? Like I, at what one do you point need? I asked you to sit on me? because <laughs> yeah, I she, needed comfort. I, I needed something like a weighted like, blanket. Yes. yes, she wanted me to sit on her. She so did. I sit on her, and I've got 24 extra pounds on me right now. I'm like, <laughs> Jamie, I don't know if you want, you know, like 140 pound Sheena sitting on you right now. I'm not as small as I usually am. And did that help? I liked it. Okay. <laughs> but then I'm just sitting on her, and then everyone's looking, and they're like, why are you sitting on your friend? I was like, she asked me to sit on her.
0: <laughs> so you you did the best you could, and then you tapped out, and you passed me off to Tom. Yes. Who became, like, my shaman a bit. Yeah, we're like, water. Tom,
1: go be her spirit oh, guide. God, he's good at that. And yes. it was
0: funny, because he and um, Ariana were both in these black and white shirts, so um Again, like geometric patterns were happening now on their shirts, and they were both standing <laughs> in front of me as my guides. And like I'm like, you guys purposely wore black and white so I would know who to look to, to for help. <laughs> it was crazy. So then I, I don't know. Shortly after that, I just could not walk or talk, and I was just dead on the couch. Then basically. she was like
1: really nauseous. And so we had these like ginger chew things that we brought for like the altitude, like if Mm -hmm. your stomach gets upset. And it's like this all natural thing. So Tom's like, oh, try one of these ginger chews. You know, I bring them with me for altitude, whatever. And so Jamie tries one, doesn't like it. Fast forward to like 45 minutes later, forgets that she ate this candy. She throws up and she's like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm throwing up blood. And then Sandoval, Ariana, everyone's like, oh shit. Like, do we need to get her to a hospital? It's like, it's not blood. I was like, "She's, she's exaggerating, it's not blood. And then she's like, no, Sheena, I'm throwing up blood. And then I look on the counter and I see the second red ginger chew that he was like here maybe have two and I was like Jamie you just ate a red candy you're not throwing up blood it It was the candy she's (laughs) like uh, but she walked oh. in on me
0: on the, f- I was on the floor in, the- in you her bathroom. and we're like, blood. Yeah, and I'm like, look, because there was like remnants still in the t- Oh my so God. gross. <laughs> remnants of the red pieces. I'm like, look, it's right there. It's blood. And so she goes out, and she tells her, and then she- as she's walking out, she sees the, the, the chew. The she figured candy. it out. And I'm like, oh, you're so smart. And then Ariana's like, and the Emmy goes to Jamie for being most dramatic.
1: <laughs> Someone was sober. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, and everyone then, was and then drinking, the, the but.
0: <laughs> midnight came, which I, I watched your uh, New Year's Eve vlog yes. that came out today because now I've learned my lesson ever since she said Santa. Warning. Learned your. Let's lesson. put a warning at the beginning of this one. But ever since she said Santa wasn't real in one of her vlogs that Ivy almost saw, I'm like, okay, now I'm gonna pre-screen your vlogs before <sighs> Ivy watches them. So I watched the New Year's Eve one today, um, and there's one point where like someone's handing me champagne, and you could hear me go, "No, I can't. I'm on mushrooms." <laughs> right? Wait, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did not catch that. <laughs> but but my favorite part is that. Um, you know, you and Brock are, like, making out at, you know, midnight, and Jesse and, and I are just standing there. And, like, the other couples are all making out, and I'm just standing there with Jesse. And all of a sudden, I just cross my arms, and it's like, they, they don't stop kissing for, like, a minute. And, like, the, on the vlog, it's so awkward, because I'm just standing there like this. Like, yes, I'm fucking single. I want to kiss Jesse? We hugged, I think. And we, we made a, an awkward joke about it. My mom it. was watching
1: it with me, and she was like... Well, that's sad. You just, like, left them out. I'm like, so am I not supposed <laughs> to have my moment because there's someone single at the party? Like, I still wanted my New Year's, like, kiss. It could have just been a little peck and you go around, give everyone, make, give one
2: to everyone, make Well, them and then welcome. we
1: did, like, a cheers after with, like, mm-hmm. everyone and, like, a group hug. But it was just, like, that moment that, like, it was just, like, when everyone, like, pairs up at the end of the night. And <laughs> it was, was, was just really, Jamie and Jesse. like, It was really funny, so, like...
0: I'm now determined that next New Year's Eve, when I have a boyfriend, I'm going to show him that and be like, look, I was just waiting for you. Look look what happened last year, and now you're here. Oh my
1: God, totally. (laughs) But overall, it was so much fun. Yes, And I'm so glad we went. And those type of trips, not pun intended, but like... You know, just getting out of your house and I think it is necessary for your mental health if you're able to do it in a safe place, in a safe way with people you trust who have all been tested and we all did it the right way, I think. So I don't want to feel bad for going on a mini New Year's vacation with my closest friends who are the only people I spend time with outside mm-hmm. of my immediate family. And
2: you guys can just get tested again this week, just yeah, to be sure. totally. And
1: continue doing so. And that's what we've been doing. Mm-hmm. So, moving on. Bachelor premiere Whoa, was this they week. they brought it. Yes, they did. So, what do you ladies think of Matt? And do you like the fact that he's never been on The Bachelorette before?
2: Well, honestly, in the past, I like when The Bachelor or Bachelorette has been on before because I already formed my opinion about them. Right. So that was a little weird going into this season. I'm like, why do I care about Matt? Like, I know nothing about him. But then you watch the first episode and you're like, okay, I like this guy. Yeah. Like, it makes sense now.
0: I don't care one way or the other if I knew him or not. But my initial reaction of him was like fratty. Like, really frat really? boy. Yeah. Like, I felt like he's being all like gentlemen and like the way the bachelor is supposed to behave. And like, I feel like they're conditioned. They have to be conditioned and prepped to behave this way. Like people don't act like this in real life. I don't think. And I feel like all the females are, they're almost starting to feel like Miss America contestants. They're so polished. They're so perfect. And if there was any season to make me realize, like I am no longer eligible to be on the show (laughs) and I should (laughs) have taken my chance when I had it. It was this season because the girls are so gorgeous, so young. Like, there's a 21-year-old. Really? Yeah. Uh,
1: I hate when they go that young. It should be, like, 25 minimum requirement. It's like, like you're going to
2: force an engagement at the end of the season but then put on 21-year-olds? Yeah. Yeah, it's, and it's and it's the girl
0: Kit. I don't know if you know. She's oh. Cynthia Raleigh, the designer. It's her daughter. So they're from New York City. She's, like, super She's bougie. She's 21. She's 21.
2: What? I'm shook. I talked wow. about I pointed that out though when I saw she was from New York and she was in like a cute little short cocktail dress. So I was like, she's a little up, Upper East Side girl who definitely like, I mean, think, yeah, it said she was like a fashion designer. I'm like, yeah. whose mommy or daddy made her a I fashion designer. I was getting designer. like gossip girl vibes. From exactly. Her? I, I don't hate it. I kind of like it. But yeah,
0: it's just, it's, I think
1: it's just too young to be on a dating show that's married. supposed to legitimately lead to marriage. Yes. And now we all know that that show is more about becoming a social media influencer than becoming someone's fiance, wife yeah. or husband. I
0: mean maybe just change the premise to be like, who wants to be the next Instagram? F- famous person you know (laughs) and let's stop pretending it's about love yeah
1: (laughs) yeah because I mean I do think that some people are genuinely there for the right reasons and that's what I did love about the very short-lived four-episode Claire season (laughs) because you know she's at that age but it was like you know bravo to her she knew what she wanted and she went for it and then, you know, we got Taysha, and we got, like, a more normal type of season of The Bachelorette, but I liked that there were people in their mid-30s on, because it's like, yeah. these are people who are taking it seriously, who genuinely do want to find love, and I felt like there was a lot of that in Claire's contestants, whereas now we're back to the norm, the mm-hmm. new norm of The Bachelor with a bunch of girls who I'm just okay followers. I'm okay with I'm
0: okay with the drama. It's I, c- so, I kind of I mean, eat it it's up. It's so, like, sorority, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, who are your favorites? Let's. Do you guys have any like predictions for top three?
1: Well, one of my favorites sadly went home the first night. I thought she was the little goat one. I I don't know how to say her name, like Sinead or something. Yeah, she was so adorable and i didn't think so she went home i know it's like hmm. i thought that was like cute okay, creative wait, kind of some weird some of the cute. ones that
0: stayed i'm like what is happening like it has to be producers being a like you weeks. need 100%. to keep queen victoria
1: yeah what was uh, she come is on not,
0: okay by the end did you see her mate it was so like oh we saw so shiny it's like they purposely wanted it her was to look a, a mess night. <laughs> but everyone else still look perfect. They
1: they they know what they're Mari, doing. Mari like straight yes. off of Miss America yes. pageant. She's gorgeous. Gorgeous. I feel like she was like Miss Puerto Rico or something. She reminds Maybe. me of Joyce, the old yes. housewife from Beverly Hills. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I think. Um, Rachel is actually Oh my god Yeah I really like Rachel She is just stunning um, And she's a great personality And And I love Abigail Same That's my First impression rose Yeah Yeah. 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 I love her And I love that they brought on I don't want to say like I mean I know she has like A hearing disability Like I love that they brought on Someone who's Quote unquote disabled Mm -hmm. Um just to normalize it, because that's, like, you don't see that in mainstream media anywhere, yeah. you know? I, I love that so much, um, but she's, you know, even if she wasn't, like, it, it's, like, they didn't bring her on for that. You mm-hmm. could tell, like, she's she's got a great personality. She's, she's perfect for the show. Yeah. So I, I really love her, and I like How that she feel? got the first impression rose. yeah. yeah.
2: And then besides them, I went back and checked. I really liked Kayla, too. Oh, yeah, the one from North Carolina. She spells Kayla really weird, but yeah. I really, really liked her. I feel I like don't she's like going to go far. What? Why? I don't Why? like her. I really? like
0: Piper, though. Um, yeah. Piper's gorgeous. Piper she spelled her
2: name weird, too. It was
0: P-I-E-P-E-R.
2: P-I-E- <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: But I don't like I don't. Oh, you know why I don't like her? Line. She's she's cool, like in front of him. But when she was with the ladies, she's just a little. You know, she's like, oh, he's not a snack; he's a whole meal. And like, oh, her, I feel line. like she, that was like a canned line that she came in with. She knew she was going really really like, like, to she say that.
2: She doesn't seem authentic. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I also like uh, MJ, the one with the long oh, she, blonde curly she, love, hair. And then she just like, got a cool. Isn't style. it
2: interesting that he's also MJ?
1: Uh huh. And so is the vibrator
2: oh <laughs> god the vibrator is going to be the final
0: four that's going to be like the fourth contestant the vibrator's right? going to fantasy sweeps oh my god that's still going to be like a little oh, bonus thing sure. after the credits like how they do yeah oh, no. oh, i'm sure
2: and then mari got mad that like she got tapped on the shoulder uh, with I the mean, vibrator wait me and sheena were talking about this and if we were talking to the bachelor and we were in like a deep ish conversation mm-hmm. and someone came up and was like can i steal him i'd be like no
1: Especially tapping me with a vibrator be like. Um, give us a couple more minutes. I'm gonna finish what I was saying, and then yeah, you can either come back. do
0: that or give in and let them, but then don't be mad if you if you choose to get up. Yeah, but do you
1: think maybe they're not given that option? Like if a girl taps you, like you have to go.
0: No, some people but stayed. So,
2: okay.
1: Yeah, because I think that yeah, there's a certain etiquette that I think a lot of the contestants uphold, and that's you know, like be courteous of everyone else's time because that you only have one night, there's 32 girls. So I think a lot of the girls are just respectful. And that sense like if I get interrupted like sure and I've thought before like I mean yeah I guess like I would be the girl to interrupt so I you know if I got interrupted I would also be respectful and get up mm-hmm. but she was like talking about her grandmother or something like it was, it very was deep, deep. It was about, I, I would have been Rico. like you know yeah. what just yeah but like the hurricanes yeah. and everything I would have been like oh yeah, just give me give me like two more minutes I would just want to wrap this up but and why um, doesn't the I'll bachelor you know ever like I would I would want the man so to be did. like
0: you know what I'm in the middle of a conversation and let's give us just a few minutes, let the guy sometimes not, they do, you know, because, and that's
1: what I loved about Claire. Yeah, is she would do that. Yeah,
0: yeah. I like because
2: the, the girl doesn't know if like he wants to talk
1: yeah. in
0: the next one or want to like
2: act a certain way in front of him. Like, oh, maybe he'll think I'm a certain way if I like tell that girl, like, I need more time to fuck off, right? <laughs> totally. Put it on him to, to say no.
1: Yeah, what the heck, Matt? Like, why didn't you do that? That's messed up. I know. I think he was so nervous, and yeah. see, that's what I love about the fact that he hadn't been on on the show before, and I know one of the girls even said that. It might have been Rachel. It was someone... I liked that she said how she was excited to come on to experience this for the first time with him. Mm -hmm. Because it, it is a cool aspect when... The Bachelor Bachelorette is like, I've been in your shoes. I know how you're feeling and I can empathize. But it's also cool to see someone who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. And it was like he was more nervous than a lot of the girls. So I thought okay. that added an element that we haven't seen on the show in so many years. Yeah. And I'm here for it. I'm excited to see the season. I hope what Jamie said
2: isn't true and that, you know, it's like, I hope it's not an act. I hope he actually is this genuine. Because, you know, the way Chris Harrison was hyping him up at the beginning of that beginning of the episode being like we've never had this many women in the country want to apply for this bachelor like i hope it doesn't get to his head and i hope he really is that genuine yeah because what if that does what if that boosts his ego and he's like oh like i'm the most eligible bachelor you know the well, thing we'll is see if he's
0: making tiktoks a year from now I, to dance. or now <laughs> I sure, I no. check yeah
1: true <laughs> i think though if it was gonna get to his head being bff with tyler cameron going into the bachelor at already almost 600,000 followers. I think he would have had a more cocky vibe the True, first day. not be so nervous. Yeah, he seemed genuinely nervous and like his conversation with his mom, like it seemed real and it seems like he's a person who actually hasn't ever been in real deep love before, so he's like terrified of it and like we all get to see this first time journey with him.
0: Well, I'm here for it. I that was just my First impression was like a little frat boy trying to like pretend like he's not, but we'll see. Maybe he'll win me over. Yeah, yeah. Wait, but what's happening? So they're bringing in new girls.
1: So yeah, then it shows the preview. It looks like one girl I think had been on The Bachelor before. One I think had like a past with him, or maybe that's the same one. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know quarantine season. They got to try and switch it up since they're not traveling. Yeah. To just it
2: already looks like an upgrade from the Palm Springs. Like,
1: oh, for sure. They're like, okay, out of the White House, we yes. know how to do this better.
2: Yes. <laughs> We're done
1: with the dates in like the lawn. Oh, that was. I felt bad for everyone though who was on Claire and Tasha's season, including the girls, because they got the short end of the stick for Even sure. Just looking
2: at Tasha's Instagram, it's like she posted. You know, she kept like flashing back to like this date and that date. And And they're all just, like, in the same, like, 40-square-foot rate. I don't feel bad because then it's like, well, you said you're here
0: for love. Are you here for love or to go on some awesome vacation to Peru? Like Because you're not
2: getting (laughs) that. I want to follow
1: them up in Peru. (laughs) Right. Well, I'm excited to see what the season has. We'll obviously be probably talking about this weekly because we watch it weekly together. But to wrap up this episode, how about we do some reviews? Yes. Should We're gonna there. have court read the negative,
2: yes, you and first,
1: end court. with Jamie on the positive.
2: Okay, this is from Jillian with like twenty L's. <laughs>
1: Jillian,
2: Jillian. So the title is "I Tried." Two stars. She said Prez Hilton was egocentric and obnoxiously arrogant. Oh shoot, I didn't know this was Prez's podcast. Did
1: you guys? <laughs> That's a review on my podcast. Yeah. So I go get review two stars. I get two stars because you don't like the guest.
2: Why didn't you just not listen to that episode?
0: Sheena, why didn't you just make him not arrogant?
1: I mean... How dare you? See, these are the reviews that annoy me because it's like, that shouldn't be a two-star review on my overall podcast because you didn't like the guest on one episode. One guest. Then that brings down my whole average because you, person, didn't like and him. And if
0: Brock was here, he would be mad at us for not taking the
2: constructive criticism. What's but constructive? What, can we fix?
0: it? We okay, can't cool. fix Perez. I guess you're
2: not coming back. <laughs> Like, <laughs> unless you're less arrogant and egocentric, I guess. It's Fred Hilton. What do you
0: expect? And I mean, like, why can't we have guests that are different personality types or might exactly. think differently? I mean, that's the whole point of it, is to hear different personalities and different opinions. Yeah, and things. if
1: you don't like the guest coming on, maybe don't listen don't to don't the listen episode. To just, like, fast forward. Yeah. I
2: don't know.
1: Whatever.
0: But thanks. Thanks,
1: Julian.
0: <laughs> okay, here's the five star. It's from Glimmer. 47282 enjoyable. Love. You're very transparent and vulnerable and I enjoy listening. I like the convo style podcast versus interview. Love gossip and trash talk but then having other hosts on. Maybe have a Patreon where you can have a fan on as a guest to interview you.
1: Love the games too. Ah. I love that she
2: had like all different aspects of right? the podcast.
1: Yeah, that's a podcast review. Yeah, Apple Podcasts should have to
2: like or whatever platform it's on, should have to go through and like read the reviews and be like, oh, this is a valid review
1: or like, oh, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. You know, oh
2: yeah, like Yelp. If
0: you're new to Yelp, you can't go and review because they yeah. think it's a fake review. You, yeah, have, you to have to like, like be like build established. Your
1: profile. Yeah,
0: so maybe they should like kind of so vet Apple, them.
1: Spotify, whoever, if you're listening. <laughs> Let's get with it because that's our constructive criticism yeah. to them. Yeah, I mean, ugh, whatever. Well, I appreciate you guys for listening. Continue to send in your reviews, you know, preferably more stars than less and positive because let's keep spreading positivity. New year, new day. Anything else, ladies? Oh, I'm going to stop
2: shopping. Um, I'm going to try to spend less on Amazon and try to shop more um, small businesses. I like that. Because Jeff Bezos is already like way too much of a billionaire. And I
1: think we need to support small businesses in a, during a pandemic mm-hmm. and all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to support as many small businesses with baby stuff. Like even if it's just bows and little things like that. Our bags. Oh my God. Shout out to Shop Jameela. J-I-M-E-I-L-A. So they have these amazing machine washable backpacks, tote bags, purses, Fanny packs, so many different things. They're really, really cute style. They're stretchy. They fit everything. And uh, it's a small woman-owned business that Out Jamie of Santa found. Santa Monica. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, she sent me a few of her bags, and I'm like, oh, my God. I absolutely love these. And now that's the only backpack I carry.
0: And once little baby comes along, you're going to have to put that in the washing machine on a regular basis probably. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I already had to wash one of mine because Brock... Sets my white tote bag down on the black asphalt as he's packing our car for Mammoth. Oh, I was, was like, "What still are you your doing?" Fault, right? Yeah. Right. I was just like, "Don't set my white bag." He's like, "You said it could go in the machine." Well, I was just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> doesn't matter if you can wash it. Don't set a white Don't bag purposely dirty it <laughs> on black ground." But but yeah, I do. I love supporting small businesses. I can't yes. wait until we're able to support restaurants again. Yes. The service industry. Tip your servers, even if you're getting food to go. And on that note, I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Sheena Shay. Shea FK. Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple
2: Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: <laughs> Looking fun, and I got my girls with me. The boys at the table getting tipsy, miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy, I'ma make you mad. Yeah. Do you want it?